penalty. It's Rapino against Van Feenendaal. It's 1-0. The USA won. The Netherlands nil. Foul, the game's opening up. Rosa foul. Lovely run. Great goal. Brilliant goal. Rosa foul might have won the World Cup for the United States. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. And for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final in victory and joy for the United States. Hey everyone, welcome to Settle the Score. I'm Allison. I'm Madeline. And welcome to a fantastic kind of wrap up of what this year has been. We did it. <laughs> we made it. Uh, this will be our last podcast of the year. That is 2020. Uh, we're going to kind of hit all of our top moments, top players, top goals. Look forward to next year. We're just going to kind of tie a nice, neat bow on that which has not been nice and neat in any way. Not nice or neat in any way, but there were some nice moments. As as we were sort of looking, yeah. looking over the past year in pre- preparation for this, I was thinking, oh, there were there was a lot of good soccer stuff happening this year. There there really was, and I think I mean that that is an absolute um, that is all because of the hard work of both the NWSL and the U.S. Women's National Team on coordinating safe game, safe play, safe camps pulling out matches. I mean, we would not have had any of that if it wasn't for, I'm sure, the tireless efforts of many, many, many people behind the scenes. So thank you to those people. Yes. So frustrating that the NWSL was overlooked as the first sports bubble, but they really were. And that's amazing. So, yeah. I mean, and it was so stinking successful. (laughs) It really was. Not not just were they the first, they just, they crushed it. They blew it out of the water. So fantastic. So I think we're going to start off by doing our top 10 moments countdown of 2020. We're going to start at number 10 and work our way to our favorite women's soccer moment of the year. American women's soccer moment. I, we're, not, we're not doing women's international here. No, no. No, we, I don't have the time or resources <laughs> to yes, do that. <laughs> no. Kudos to all of the fantastic players who went abroad to play there this year, but it will not be included in this podcast. <laughs> uh, their, their international play, at least, will not be. No. Um, so uh, the number 10, top 10 moment. If you remember, <laughs> there were CONCACAF women's Olympic qualifying matches this year. I know that it is so hard to believe that we had a diff. I had a different number 10 and then Allison reminded me that those happened this year because I, and I kind of don't believe her, even though I know she's right. <laughs> How was that this year? It's, it feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, but we did, we played, uh, through the CONCACAF, uh, qualifying. Um, we beat Canada in the final three zero. That's uh, if, right. If you can remember that. First of all, all of our matches were shutouts. Um, we beat Haiti 4-0. Um, we destroyed Panama 8-0. We destroyed Costa Rica 6-0. We beat Mexico 4-0 for the semis and then beat Canada 3-0. 
Um, and that was in February that it ended, it started in January, ended in February, early February. So yeah, hard to believe that that happened. Uh, a lot of goals racked up in a very short period of time. Uh, but yeah. I was sort of surprised uh, when we played the Netherlands how good I felt. But now when I remember that, I remember also feeling really unstoppable for this Olympics that didn't happen. Right. Yes, you did. You felt very good, which was a weird thing for you to feel at the time. A strange feeling. A strange did feeling. Did I make the Olympics get canceled? <laughs> yes. Is, yes oh, did. no. I need to be way more negative all the time. Oh, no. She's negative Nancy 24-7. Yeah, you were very hopeful. You were like, there's no way. That is literally, I think, what you said. You said there is no way we are not winning this Olympics. And, and you know I what? was wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. They found a way. They canceled them. It, no, they it just was postponed them. The only thing that stopped us from winning was a global pandemic, though. Yes. <laughs> truly, truly, it was. That was the case. Uh, so I hope you feel as good about, are we... There's not going to be new qualifying, right? It's just, it is what it is. I think I didn't, we're qualified. Right. I just, that dawned on me, but they wouldn't repeat the qualifying because all the qualifying completed. That uh, would be wild if they made everyone requalify. No, 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 no. They wouldn't. It just, for a hot second, I was like, wait, what? No. That You're right. That wouldn't happen. We're qualified. We're in. Uh, but but we'll see. I, I do think that could mean something for some teams. Like, I mean, there's been a lot of change that's happened in the past year, obviously. Uh, for our team, I feel like we've only, you know, the women's national team's only grown stronger, uh, potentially more diverse. Um, but for some other teams, you know, the Netherlands, I didn't think looked that good, for instance, you know. So right. we'll see what that means for some of those other teams that did qualify, how they held out uh, over this year. So that'll be interesting. But hmm. that's number 10. Moving on. Number nine on our top 10 moments just happened. Just happened. Utah? What? Nope. Bye-bye. <laughs> Welcome back to Kansas City, everyone. <sighs> really wild. So the, there's that. The way that went down was shocking, I think, because I remember last week thinking they are not going to sell the Royals. This, they're going to run out of time and this club is going to fold. And then the next morning I woke up and suddenly Kansas is back. And it seems like a great group of investors that are taking the team. They've made statements that absolutely they're putting the players first, which I thought was very encouraging. I see this only as a great development. Kansas is a great soccer market. I'm excited for them. My only question is, will they, wasn't there a clause about, potentially going back to Utah in like 2020 something. I feel like oh, I read that. In I did not know that. Yeah. I feel like there was something about, oh, but they retain the rights um, to go back to Utah. And again, it was like 2023. It was some someplace down the road, but I feel like I read that someplace. That may be a lie. Um. <laughs> But anyway, I do hear Kansas City is really up and coming. Um, just a reminder to everyone, Kansas City is in Missouri. Oh, no. For fun. But but it's also in Kansas. It's like, it's technically all in Missouri. No. There's Kansas it, City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. Oh. It's, there's two of them. But which They're one is this Next then? to each other. I thought it was Kansas City, Kansas. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> the only I, reason I know this is because I one time made a joke about the two Kansas cities in a sketch. So got I, it. I had researched this. It's funny. I, what is it? Is maybe is it the football team? What are they? The Kansas City Chiefs? Chiefs? Do they play in Missouri? I Do don't they like know. actually? But some, anyways. All right. It's in Kansas City. <laughs> you pick the state. Um, so that's exciting. Good for all the. I, so, are they going to do? They're doing another draft, right? Or no? no? Because it'll I just think be that they're team. absorbing okay. the Royals players as it is. Okay. Which what a wild ride for those players, but much better to have a team that cares about you than an abusive organization that doesn't care about women. So, hooray. <laughs> hooray. I would also like to say, I-, I think this should be the uh, the last nail in the coffin that is not treating these players well. Like, can we not have an abusive coach anymore? Can we put checks into place to make sure that is not happening ever, ever again? In professional women's soccer, in anywhere, but there's just really no excuse at this point. So let's have that be the last story in this chapter. Thank you. Number eight. Yeah, that brings us to number eight. Louisville. 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 Learning how to say Louisville. That's actually my number eight. It's not the draft, not the expansion (laughs) draft. It's just learning how to say it. And Uh, did we really learn? No, no, we didn't. No. Mm -mm. Nope. That's something that I'm going to put in my uh, priorities for next year. Uh, So, yeah, the Louisville expansion draft really was kind of a fun, like, the way they did it was kind of fun. All the communities talking, chatting with one another uh, as the draft itself was going on. And then kind of the the mic drop at the end uh, with Kristen and Tobin was really something. Uh, I mean, again, are they going to actually play TBD, but fun nonetheless. And we called that. Yes, Ooh. yes, we did. Yes, we did. I mean, I was impressed with how well it was run. I I think that every NWSL event of this year has been top flight. Just really exciting to see that it's been good. It really has been. They've done such a good job. I really don't know who's all in the back offices there, but they've just really done a great job well done folks hopefully that only is you know just a little taste of what's to come exactly Uh, number seven alex had her baby and then played again so fast all in the same year uh she did not have to be fit for the olympics thankfully uh but you know maybe it was alex morgan that brought the pandemic on no. That's possible. I mean, she must be one of the luckiest people. I, th- it couldn't have been better timing for her. No, there's no, absolutely not. I mean, having a baby in the middle of a pandemic is not ideal. True, true, uh, true, true, true. You true. know, family doesn't get to meet the child, all that kind of stuff. So maybe not the greatest. But in terms of her career, excellent timing. Um, baby girl Charlie, who's gotten so much cuter, I want to put that out there. <laughs> Wait, you're saying that like when you first saw that baby, you were like, not cute? Definitely not. No. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But yeah, I mean, kid was fine. And I mean, I look, I see a lot of babies. So I, right, <laughs> not to brag, right, 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 right. but you know, I do do this for a living and it just wasn't the, she just, she was fine. 
you know, in a way, all babies are cute. I get it. I do. But there are babies that are cuter than others. And um, I will say the kid's really gotten cute, like really turned into a cute child. So, and that's usually how it goes. If you have an ugly baby, just hold out because, you know, it's going to turn around for them. So. You really are an expert. That's true. I hadn't thought. I see. Yeah. Dozens of babies hmm. a day. Sorry, Charlie. You're, you, you turned it around. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. Yeah. And oh, also just how girl. incredible, like, I, you know, I don't really love giving Alex Morgan a ton of love and airspace. I think there's a lot of other great players that deserve it. But how cool that she went to Tottenham yeah. with Charlie and played. I mean, that's just really inspiring to see. It's, it's badass. I mean, it just is like really incredible. And she so. looked in pretty good form. During the yeah. Netherlands game, so she Congrats, did. Alex. And she uh, she scored twice now um, for the Spurs since then. So yeah, I think she's done a great job. Kudos, my friend. She almost she almost. I'm thinking of the only other, uh, not the only other. Sorry, there are many many moms um, throughout U.S. Women's National Team and the NWSL. But I always think about Sydney Larue because mm. her the way that she is able to come back after children now too is just insane. Her body is insane. She's like another style human being. Yes. We could all aspire to be her. So, Alex, you've just been added to the ranks of Sid, Sid LaRue. It's incredible. Well, Sydney LaRue brings us really nicely to our number six moment of 2020. The fall series. The fall series. The return of Sydney LaRue. The and return of Sydney LaRue and the Orlando, the Orlando Pride. Pride. <laughs> Uh, if you all remember, the Orlando Pride did not get to participate in the Challenge Cup uh, because of some po- uh, positive COVID tests. That were then negative two days later, but it was too late. That was, yeah, I, I kind that of was, tried to forget about that. That was some drama. Um, but also it was like drama on the team too, because like the players that tested positive had like been skirting like the rules and some of the social distancing stuff. So oh. it was like... Yeah, it was very uh, hot and heavy there for a little bit. But, yeah, the fall series, we got to see the Orlando Pride come back. Um, They were not great. They were not terrible. They were mediocre. And that's pretty good for having not played for more than a year. That's pretty good. Uh, But, yeah, that was a really fun tournament to get to to be a part of and to see they you know the way they kind of split it up and had the different quadrants again uh just a really creative way to keep playing soccer and I know the thorns didn't like win win but they won and they looked amazing somehow they're back on top and North Carolina is out yeah like middle of the pack middle of the road North Carolina is also really gonna that's gonna be super interesting to see next year what happens with that team they are up a creek they have no defenders at all uh they are really gonna be in some trouble i think but and the thorns have crystal now i know they're going to be unbeatable they're gonna be incredibly but what is crystal gonna play for them oh golly i don't know she could play literally any position she could be in the gold, and I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> that, that For her sake, I hope that's not what happens, but she could do it. She could do it. Can you just, just like, superwoman, like, pew, flying across Ugh. that net. Uh, yeah, they're going to be fantastic. Um, I think the, the courage is definitely going to struggle. And we're going to see how it's all going to pan out, because there's still plenty. I mean, trades are happening. 
folks are being re-signed, but there's still plenty to play out, and I think it'll be interesting to see how uh, the 2021, how that, how that's going to play out still. But number five, Angel City. Yay! That was exciting. That was incredibly exciting. There's been like, you know, murmurs and and rumors about that for quite some time, but it was finally announced. It's an incredible. I mean, it's backed by just an incredible group of women. Um, a large group of women, some men too, but uh, just an incredible group of investors that is, I mean, really, it seems like it's the place to play, right? Everybody wants to play there. Natalie Portman. <laughs> I've heard of her. Serena. Also heard of her. Yep. Serena's so famous, she doesn't need a last name anymore. No, my goodness, no. Yeah, it's also, It was just so glamorous and... Well, and they're like, their branding is so on point. Like, it's just, I mean, and I will say I liked uh, Louisville's for the most part. I I did. Yes. Uh, I liked their color scheme. I thought it was original. I thought it was different. Uh, But then there's just something, there's there's something about it when you have that type of money that goes into um, Ah. the Angel City, you know, it, they turn a nice product. Let's say that they really turn a nice product. I want whoever did Angel City's branding to come and talk to sky blue yes please that would be fantastic because that would be great yes someone out there make that happen yeah exactly Uh, but very excited we'll see how that all goes down in the coming years because that's gonna you know cause a lot more waves number four the she believes cup we won that we were there we were there you had covid i don't i guess I guess I got sick. I don't know if I had it there or if I got it there. You got it there? (laughs) I think a lot of people did because I had posted a photo to our Instagram account from that match. And uh, one of our listeners commented in a cheeky kind of way. uh, I remember that match. I was there. I got very, very sick afterwards, (gasps) dot, dot, dot. Oh, no. Uh, something to that effect. So, oh, yes. That was, I'm not going to call it a super spreader event because. It was outside. It was outside, but it, I, it was definitely spread at that event. For we sure. were hacked into the path train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wonder if it was like worse on the commuter rails and stuff. I don't know. That was March 8th. That was the, uh, those are the matches uh, at the Red Bull Arena here in, um, well, in New Jersey, technically. Uh, and, I mean, it was like a sold out. I mean, 26,500 were in attendance. So that's a little bit more than the 10-person <laughs> cap that you have now on <laughs> gatherings. <laughs> Isn't that wild to think? Twenty. I think our – I don't know if you guys experience this, but when I watch TV or movie or something and I see a big crowd, I'm like, oh, 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 right. That's okay. Yes. It's, it's old or it's current, but they're following tons of guidelines. And even now, it's not like they're having big crowds. But yeah, no, that it was definitely spread at that event. I got sick about mm, 10 days later, 11 oh. days later. So no, no, just kidding. It was only like five or six days. Mm-hmm. You probably... I was well. probably... I could have been sick there. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. I don't. I but I. I felt absolutely. I did not feel sick at all. No, you. It we wasn't a great until time. the following week when I didn't feel great. We um, had a lovely day that day. We, had we a won. Great day it wasn't freezing. No, it was great. It was great. It's really. 
it's wild to think that we all could have been sick then and, and spreading it and really had no idea. Uh, but then it shut down shortly after. I can't imagine going back to that stadium and being around that many people. Like, I think I would panic at this point because I haven't been around that many people in so long. I, I, they're going to have oh, to have like step up events for people who need to get used to people again. Wait, even if you could had a guarantee of total safety. It's not about COVID. It's about being around such an overwhelming, a sensual, overwhelming experience. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I think I'd be, I'd be fine with the number of people, but I would be very, I think it's going to take us, it's going to take us a while to heal (laughs) our psyches to heal. Yes. And and go forward. I Uh, keep having dreams where it's like a normal dream and I'm doing normal weird dream stuff in it. And then about halfway through the dream, I always realize that no one's wearing a mask because it's like (laughs) my brain is remembering from before, but then my current brain catches up and then all of my dreams become about obtaining masks. It's very boring, honestly. That sounds so dull. It's just like, come on, brain. You don't, it's the, it's your dream. You don't have to wear a mask, but that's how it works right. now. Well, it's like, it's just like when my brain cuts in, when I'm watching something on yep. TV, like I just watched uh, Prom on Netflix, the big Ryan Murphy Broadway musical, you know, number. And there's like big crowds of kids and they're in a shopping mall. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, right. Okay. This is now a complete 100% tangent that has nothing to do with soccer. But maybe there's some overlap and interest. Did you watch the brightest season? Uh, Dang it. Happiest season? The happiest season? Madeline, the question is, how many times have I watched the happiest season? Gotcha. The answer would be approximately four to five times. I just... Since it came out. Harper is so objectionable, though. (laughs) I hate her so much. She... How no. was Kristen Stewart not like, okay, we're breaking up. Goodbye. Okay. I hear that. I hear that. But this is kind of what Daniel Levy was talking about when he had Kristen outside. Wait, there are spoilers ahead for Happiest Season. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, hurry up. It's on Hulu. You can get Hulu for like, I don't know, six or something bucks a month and then cancel it. But but sign up. Watch the movie. It is so good. I cherished it. I will be watching it yearly from now on. I think I need it's to buy a bad it on movie, but I liked it. That's fine. And the thing is, is like, it's exactly, <laughs> but the beautiful thing is, it is exactly what it was supposed to be. It's yes. supposed to be a Christmas, cheesy, in a way, rom-com that has two queer leads instead of a heterosexual couple. And that's what it was. And that's all I wanted in life. And I got what I wanted. So I'm fine with it. Uh, but... I, Harper, a lot of problems there, but like Daniel Levy, Levy or Levy? Levy. I think it's Levy. Levy. Eugene Levy? Eugene Levy? Levy. Oh yeah, you're right. When I say Eugene, it comes out Levy. But then when I'm thinking Daniel, I'm like, I question it. Um, Yeah, like what he was talking to Harper outside, I mean, Abby outside, it's not necessarily about her and you don't know what it's like to be in that position to come out until you're there and you say it and the fear. And 
I don't know. I having been in that position, I give Harper, I give I give every single person a pass to do it when they're ready and not to be forced by anybody or any relationship or anything. Okay, that makes it's, me think twice about hating on her. Yeah, it's. I just I have so much sympathy and compassion for her. It's a brutal, brutal place to be, and. I mean, could Harper, I mean, could Abby have ended but up with... But why did she go uh, out with her boyfriend? I Okay, bad choices were made. I'm not discounting that. She's a liar. I think she's a liar. <laughs> I My problem is I just, like, nope. wanted, I just wanted Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza to be together. I know. Well, you and everybody else, yes. Ugh. I mean, happy season two... No, I don't think that would work because now they're engaged. I don't know. But you're not the only one. I think the majority of people wanted them to end up together. That's what the internet wanted. It is what the internet wanted. Clea, do I say that right? Why am I now saying Clea? Clea Clea Duval. Clea Duval? Clea? I think it's Clea. Clea? Great. Um, She sticks with her original ending. Uh, So I'm just going to have to go with it. Also, if you haven't seen, but I'm a cheerleader, <laughs> need to see that one too. Oh, there's so many good films out there. Anyways, thanks to the, the soccer fans for listening to our movie tangent. But again, ta- I felt like a it relevant. It relevant is relevant themes. Relevant themes. I literally between Happiest Season and Prom, and Prom has its own issues. Don't get me wrong, but I have probably watched one of those, or had it on in the background, or had the music on in the background every day since like Thanksgiving. Do we have anything else to say about she believes cup? I mean, we won, we looked dominant again. I was so sure we were winning the Olympics. Uh, nope. That is it. Uh, number three on our top 10 moments list. <gasps> kind of in our theme. Pino proposes. Yay. Pino and Stuart uh, are engaged. That was so exciting. Um, I mean, we knew it was coming, right? But it was an absolute joyous, joyous occasion. And I was having a really bad day that day. The COVID news was really bumming me out. And it was like a horrible election time day. And then just hearing that news was the best. Yeah, it it really was. I'm so thrilled for them. Yes. They, They have just such a, I mean... There hasn't been any other, and I'm even talking like heterosexual that I know of. There is no other couple together today that has that type of star power, you know, that athlete power. I can't think of any. I mean, J.J. Watt and Kalia, Kalia, Kalia. What is up with me today? J.J. and, I can't say it again. Kalia? Yeah. Kalia? Kalia. 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 Ah. Um, but she doesn't, I mean, he's got star power. He's got athlete power. She is um, a good player, but does not have the same. But also Sue and Megan have won so many right. more things than those two. Right. Even in, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have like, how many titles under the belt between I the two of them? I think the only way a couple could form that could beat them is if Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski got together. Mm, yes. Which... I- see that I watched that movie so happy if that happened but (laughs) I don't think it will yeah I um a quick I found it 
Subird, four-time WNBA champion, 11-time All-Star. Uh, oh, it doesn't even list her. Oh, she has an, a few Olympics. And yes, then Rapino, two-time World Cup winner, and again, Olympics. Oh, that's not a very good list. But that's just it's, the tip of the iceberg. That's a lot of awards. <laughs> it's, it's a few. It's a few awards, yes. Um, Pino also has a Ballon d'Or. So Yes. I that mean, too. Whew. She, I mean, the two of them, it's a power couple that will never be reckoned with. Uh, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what, I mean, I think they're probably going to be moving beyond the world of sports uh, very shortly here. And I'm very excited to see what they're going to take on in their new careers or that new section, you know, that new piece of their careers. And their elaborate public wedding with lots of photographers <laughs> and yeah, looking forward to that as well. Yeah, what, fall 2021 or spring 2022? Can't wait. That's what I'm guessing. Number two on our top ten moments is a big one. It is. Uh, Some might say it's the first successful bubble. (laughs) Uh, It is indeed the Challenge Cup. Um, Again, just such an incredible, incredible feat um, to bring, you know, team sports back into the U.S., that's because that's what they did. That sounds crazy, but that is what they did. They brought team sports back into the U.S. Uh, and it was incredible. It was such a fun setup. It was grueling for the players, uh, but they did a fantastic job. It was the reemergence of the Houston Dash to I was just about to say. Yeah, I don't know. Debatable. They've never emerged before, so it was couldn't be a reemergence. I suppose, yes. So the dash really came to the forefront. I, I mean, they, <laughs> that's the term. <laughs> they emerged. Came to the forefront is way too wordy over for Madeline, no. the writer. You got to take that out. You got to cut it down. It's emerged. No, they came, emerged. Came to the forefront is so much better. Emerged. No, it isn't. Gross and has no relevance to soccer. <sighs> We also got to be really... thinking about birth again. Okay. <laughs> we also really offended some listeners with how much we were hating on them. That was a funny part of the summer. I'm more on board with them now. I'm I'm more on board with them now, partially because of their rebranding. Yes. A lot less orange happening. I can be much more okay with it. Um, really got to enjoy a lot of the play daily groom. Um, you know, one of those Mewis sisters, you know, uh, <laughs> really some stellar, stellar play. And I think actually a very exciting team to watch because not much has changed for them in terms of rosters, uh, at least yet. So I think that's going to be a really exciting team to watch in 2021. And I just remember for the Challenge Cup, that was a pretty bummer time. Everything was really extra sad when yeah. that got announced and it was just so wonderful to be given the gift of of live sports it, it was really probably one of the biggest highlights of my my personal year too it was great yeah it the was. slide the 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 slide that was there the coffee cart all those great memories oh, yeah, yeah yeah all the you know fans buying coffee for the players yeah. oh so nice I tried to do it and it would it was already too many there were they were like we have too many snacks i'm so sorry <laughs> so i want to do the orange slices <laughs> man i used to crush orange slices as a kid oh really oh they were my favorite 
I didn't like, um, I was embarrassed because at home my mom would take the rind off for me. So when I received them with the rind, I was sort of like flummoxed and I, I kind of like, I didn't really like it. That's half the fun. You get like an orange smile. I'm not saying I was a good or a cool child. I just, (laughs) that was how I felt. I do. If you get too much of the white stuff. It, it can be a little bitter. I will give you that. I was but, maybe a little picky and a little spoiled. <laughs> picky was a combo, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. All right. We're still in our top 10 moments. We have plenty more to cover. Uh, our number one top 10 moment. Number one! We've made it. Uh, was the match back. Duh. It was great. We dominated. Dominated the Netherlands. It was such a joy to actually get to see the women's national team back out on the field. Uh, It was a big question mark for a very long time. I really didn't think it was going to happen, to be honest with you. Uh, And to get to see it, it it was magic. It was really beautiful. Yeah. We just talked a bunch about that in the last episode. So we don't need to get too into it. But, um, yeah. We we won. We won. We won. We are unbeatable right now. I'm right too cocky. Now. I'm too cocky. I was going to say, I, well, I'm just superstitious. Like, knock on some wood or something. You're right. And we are totally beatable. Everybody has bad days. But I, I just, I think we're so dominant. And uh, it was really exciting to see. It really was. Shall mm. we move on to our ranking our top U.S. players of the year? Yep. <clears throat> Let's move along. So I... Uh, top five. We're doing top five. I We're doing top five because I had told Madeline, let's do top three. And then we tried and we failed. It, it was too hard. Miserably. It was too hard. I don't even know if I can say that. I mean, I can give, I guess, my top three of the top five, but I don't even know if I can say, oh, this person's number one. And we had some debate about whether or not we were including club play because that how much you weight club play changes things. But we did ultimately decide to include it. We did. Yes. Club I feel country. like you can't not because there were only, I think, like nine or something – there were not that many um, uh, women's national team matches this year. so. And these are not players who are not national team players. Uh, so, for example, though Shea Groom had a great tournament, she would not necessarily make this list. Correct. I also just want to say Christy Mewis was a great runner-up, but just didn't have quite enough international playtime to make the cut. Yeah, I think if we were saying ranking the top five or top three even NWSL players that are not national team players, she would be at the top of that She's list. high, yes. And yeah. I also want to give a shout out to Dabinia uh, in terms of NWSL play because Dabinia has had such a phenomenal She year. has. And honestly, so is Rachel Daly. That I is thought true. she played phenomenal with Houston this year. Absolutely. So, so who are your top five U.S. Women's National Team players of the year? Of the year. This is what gets me. Um, so my tops, Sam Mewis, Kristen Press, Lindsay Horan. That's where I got with my three. And then Madeline and I were chatting, and she we were talking about Crystal Dunn. And I was like, well, Crystal Dunn should be on every top list ever, forever, from now, fourth. Period. End of story. Um, and that's actually kind of where I settled, believe it or not. I, I stopped there at four. <laughs> Okay, you're allowed st- to pick four. I stopped there at four because I thought those... Okay, here's what I will say. If I'm adding a fifth, it's actually Abby Dahlkemper. Wow. So you you align very closely with the... Uh, the yeah, with US the... Soccer. Yes. 
Yes. The only thing I will say, I I will put Abby was not on my original list, and neither was Crystal, and I now I feel bad about that. I was originally thinking Sam Press and Lindsay Horan, um, but I feel like Doll Kemper has played so many, and I was reading, you know, she's played like all the minutes, all all of the minutes uh, for the women's national team. She has played an enormous amount of minutes for her club team. She's just, and she's just become, I had problems with her two years ago, but she has just become such a solid player. You're absolutely right. It is not fair for me to overlook her just because she's so pretty. And that's <laughs> annoying to me. Well, but and defense. It's easy to overlook defenders. defenders. It's just easy. Absolutely yeah. correct. Absolutely correct. You're so right. Oh, My top good. was so similar. I had, if you really forced me to choose three, I think I might say Crystal, Sam, and Lindsay, if mm-hmm. we're including tournament, if we're not including NWSL so much, Haran goes off my list. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then I think it would be Crystal, Sam, and Kristen. Kristen had so many assists this year. It's phenomenal. So many. Yeah. But then my fifth player would be Tobin. I, I just think Tobin's game is at another level right now, um, especially with her play. In England, she's looked really fantastic. So that's my list. Crystal, Sam, Lindsay, Tobin, and Kristen. Yeah. Um, and again, as we said, that those lists generally align fairly closely with the nominees for um, the U.S. Uh, Women's Player of the Year, which is Abby Dahlkemper, Crystal Dunn, Lindsay Horan, Sam Ewis, and Kristen Press. And that, uh, I think voting goes through today, and I think they'll actually announce um, later this week, 18th maybe? Who gets to vote? Um... It's a fantastic question. Not me, right? I don't know. Can we vote? That'd be fun. I want to vote. I would vote for Crystal because Crystal deserves more recognition. Voting starts on the 10th, closes on the 16th. Winners will be announced Friday, December 18th. Hmm. Very exciting. It's not like, hey, vote here. So I don't 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 know if the lay people get to vote. No, I don't think so. Um... Next up, guys, we want to talk about top goals. Top three goals of the year. Top three goals of the year. Here's Madeline, mine. do you want to start? Yeah. Yes. Number three, I had to put it on Shea Groom versus Chicago in the Challenge Cup final. She got a breakaway, spun around the defender, spun around the keeper, and buried it in the back of the net. It was just a really impressive goal at an impressive moment. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go by pure goal goal awe I went by goal importance a little bit as well so that would be my number three pick important to take that into account yes number two Pino's PK against Japan in the She Believes Cup I mean just talk about bending it into the goal that 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 was was absolutely beautiful watch sorry it wasn't a PK it was a it was a just a free kick yeah free kick thank you higher above the 18 yeah uh, it just so many times you you watch them set up those free kicks and you're like, well, they're not going to score. <laughs> <laughs> and she just rips it right in. Like, she did. I mean, it was it curved. It went right in. It was amazing. It that was amazing. is also on my list. That's how amazing that was. Yeah. And then my number one goal of the year, I just think it has to be Rose's goal against the Netherlands just because it was so similar and so punishing as the goal in the World Cup final that I thought it was incredible and amazing. It, and I love to very see reminiscent. Rose yeah. Do that. And so those those are my top three goals. What are yours? Um, I love that. Well, like I said, well, let me actually I'm going to probably leave that at number 
too as well. So um, I have a pair. This is maybe not fair, but I have a pair for number oh, three. Oh, you have a okay. pair? <laughs> it's the same player, though, and it's the same tournament. Okay, Kristen okay. Press from She Believes, Japan mm. and England, she scored almost identical goals from the top of the 18. That's ripped right. them. Ripped them. One against Japan, one against England. They're basically twin goals, so that's why I put them together. I love it. I <laughs> love that. Three. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I also had Pino's PK against Japan. Or again, we keep calling it PK. It, the free kick. Uh, it was just insane. It was insane. So um, And then one of my favorite goals from the year, and this was from uh, the Challenge Cup. Lindsey Horan, Portland versus Washington, a diving header on a set piece. She literally took flight. The woman had wings. It was amazing. Had wings. I couldn't. And I love, I love a header goal. Um, I, I'm a sucker for it. Um, whether it's a corner, a set piece, doesn't matter. I'm always a sucker for a nice header. Uh, and it was just such like, she was outstretched Superman position in the back of the day. It was amazing. So those are my (sighs) top goals. That was so fun to relive. Thank you for reminding me of those Kristen Press goals. They were incredible. And that's why I think Kristen Press, honestly, if she won player of the year, I would not be. I, but again, this is just women's national team. I, did they take into consideration club play? I don't know. I think if it's just women's national team play, it might have to be her. It, that's what I'm saying. I think if it is, it is her for sure. But I'm not 100 percent sure how they're taking, um, how they're um, breaking that down. So we'll see. But uh, I agree. If it's ma- national team play, it's Kristen Press for the win for sure. Amazing, amazing. Oh, it was so fun to relive all of these things. <laughs> I know. It's what so a good. good amount of things for a bad year. Yes, there was good. There was good, and there is good. I feel like I'm. What's that movie? One of those Christmas movies. Like, love is really all around us. Love actually. Love actually. Love if you look actually. around, there really is, you know, some joy all around. Um, but I want to now talk about 2021. Yeah, save us 2021, please. <laughs> so let's talk about arguably the most exciting thing happening in 2021. Not the vaccine. Should it happen? Well, that will allow the yes. Olympics to happen. Woo, 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 woo. Which is just so stinking exciting. The road to Tokyo is back on. We are fully planning. Uh, I know, Madeline, you love Tokyo. I love Tokyo so much. (laughs) When we were there, they were so excited for the Olympics. I felt so bad for them that it got postponed. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be fantastic. And, uh, yeah, so we wanted to talk roster, roster predictions. Uh, We went over this, and we have a pretty solid 18 that we – expect will be going and I want to make note that this is maybe slightly different than what we would want especially what Madeline would want let's say yes this is not Um, what I want but I think this is what we are going to get this is what we're going to see in uh in Tokyo um so starting in the back with our keepers uh we are taking two I believe and that will be Alyssa and Ashlyn I think I don't think be correct yes I don't think that's any surprise. I hope that's not going to, I hope, gosh, there better not be a surprise there. I'll be pissed. Um, (laughs) there could be, uh, there could be, um, back line. We will have, uh, Becky, Kelly, Abby, and Crystal. That'll be the solid four in the back. And then plus minus, 
I say Krieger and Tierna Davidson. And I think Allison is living in a fantasy world, and it will be uh, Tierna and Midge Purse. There it is. Yep. I will remain in my fantasy world uh, blissfully unaware, and that's fine. I do need to crack your blissful shell even further, though, by saying I think for me even suggesting that Flacco would take Purse over Allie is even a little fantastical because I do think it's likely Sonnet will go. I That is absolutely bonkers. There's just no way. There is no way, and this is why. Sonnet... Does, okay, if you're just putting them skill for skill, I think they're the same. And I think Krieger has an edge, really. And then if you're putting I think leadership... Has better field sense. Yeah. Okay, then you put leadership and experience, and it's like Krieger outweighs Sonnet 10 to 1. I 100% agree, and this is not what I want. I just... <laughs> I, I, we'll see. I, just, I don't think there's any way Sonnet's making this team. She keeps, but she keeps making, I say that, and then she keeps making teams I don't think that she should make. She made it over Casey Short. I, I know Which, that I'm yeah. used to being, dealing with Jill, and I know we're in a better scenario now, but, like. We'll see. I will be very angry if that's how that <laughs> no. turns out. Flacco, please don't, don't make Alice uh, angry. She doesn't deserve it. Don't make me mad. Let no. it be. You know what? And it, the thing is, if it's not Krieger and it ends up being Midge, I can live with that. But if it's not Krieger and it's Sonnet, that's bonkers. That's absolutely bonkers. No. No, sir. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I love it. You guys know where my my um, loyalty lies. Uh, okay. <laughs> midfield. Do you want to go over midfield? Yes. Before I have a stroke? Obviously, the following players are going. Haran, Lavelle, Ertz, and Mewis. Not Done. really a big question. That's it. I think Carly Lloyd is going. Okay. I mean, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think she's probably going. I but- don't know how you don't take her. And if he doesn't take her and she's fit, the... Instagram posts from her are going to be phenomenally exciting. <laughs> All right. I mean, I think you're right. I think I you're right there. I wouldn't take her, but I think I know she'll you, get taken. You definitely would not. Um, then for your forwards, um, that solid four, you have Press, Tobin, uh, Morgan, and Alex Morgan and Rapino. If Rapino is still playing soccer. Yes. I do think she'll get taken. And Lynn Williams. And Lynn Williams, you're right. Sorry. I think Flacco really likes Lynn's speed and will take her. I, yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. That gives us 18. I feel sorry for Mal Pugh here, but uh, yeah, I think Lynn will go. Yep. That's 18. Uh, I think you're right. I think Lynn will go. Um, I briefly brought up Christy Mewis. I don't think she's going to be ready by the Olympics to actually make this team. Uh, but again, I think she's an exciting player to watch for the women's national team in the future. We'll and see. if Macario is ready, Macario's probably going. But like, what does that mean to be ready for her? I mean, literally her passport, right? Oh, that's what you're thinking? Yeah. You're thinking, oh, well, they can expedite that. No problem. I did, I feel like there's some que- If Macario is available, I think Carly Lloyd's chances of going fall way down. <laughs> But we'll see. I felt too timid to add her because I was so unsure of what was going on with her status. 
I just don't know. I mean, obviously you do want these young players to get, you want them to get minutes in, in a high pressure situation so that, you know, three years from, well, wow, two years from now will be our world cup. That's wild. That's um, spicy, right? That kind that's of spicy. makes you want to add a younger player. It too. does actually, that kind of changes the game because we were saying we had originally looked at the Olympics as kind of a victory lap to the world cup allowing a lot of these players that we know will be retiring to get their last match in. But now when you're only two years away from the next World Cup, I mean, then does that make an even bigger argument for, like, Midge and Macario? And I think the answer is yes, yes it does. that's what – yes. I think so, too. Mm. We have so much to look forward to. We do. We do. I can't wait to deciding – until we're like deciding we're wrong in March and we're going to change everything. And uh, I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> looking forward to being wrong. Yeah, yes. Me too. Uh, talking more soccer. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's all the soccer really, right? I mean, yeah. we've recapped it. We've recapped it. It was a good, bad year. It was a good, bad year. I want to uh, thank all of our listeners for all of their tweets, Instagram messages, emails. Uh, it is such a, such a treat to hear from you all um literally all over the world i think that's been the most insane thing and that's just the way the internet and podcasts work these days you know we've heard from people in countries all over the world which is such um such a treat thank you all for listening i love that we get to interact and be silly and chat soccer together it's so fun every time we get an email or anything it just makes us so happy and uh, thank you so much for listening. We, we love it. We love it. Um, I just want to say this is a note a separate from soccer, but um, happy holidays. We're in the holiday season. I know that, that this is a different holiday season for a lot of people. Um, some people aren't going to get to see family. Some people are stuck with family that doesn't necessarily feel safe for them. Um, so for everybody out there, whatever situation you're in, just uh, give yourself a little grace um, and get through. Reach out to a friend uh, if you're having a hard time. I know the holidays can really be challenging for, for different folks. So We'll talk um, soccer with you if you want. Yeah, reach out to us and we'll just, you know, talk soccer and or happiest season. I would be very happy <laughs> to keep talking about the happiest season. <laughs> what did you call it earlier? The greatest season. The greatest. I can't remember the name of the movie. I was so excited to watch it. We talked about it in my classes. I was pumped for this movie. And then I can't remember its name. The Happiest Season. Happiest Season. It's from the song. Yes. The Happiest Yeah, okay. I don't need to sing. <laughs> the one, the Tegan and Sarah one? No, no, it's like the, Oh, that's Make You Mind this season. Happiest Season Oh, sure. All. Wow, I didn't actually tie that. Great. Cool. But I cool, think cool, my cool. brain has a hard time making that connection, which is why I can't remember. Anyways, I have a lot to say about the script. <laughs> so please email us if you want to hear. Uh, Wait, I want to talk to you about that. We'll uh, we to don't you need up. to torture the listeners. Well, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you for listening. You can always drop us a line at settle the score podcast at gmail.com you can instagram us at scorepod and tweet us at scorepod if you enjoy the show give us a beautiful holiday gift and go on to apple podcasts and rate us and review us that really helps other women soccer fans find the podcast and that's all i want for christmas yay me too have a wonderful wonderful wow that's not a word have a wonderful holiday everyone and we will talk to you again in 2021 
Bye. Thanks for listening.